the whole now thing you were talking about, it almost feels like um, that the moment, there's no moment. It almost feels like it's just stacking up on top of each other. You know, the, the nowness, you know, it's just like poof, poof, poof. Well, we're just in this state of consciousness and we're just, we're not going anywhere. You know, we're just, yeah, we're just now. We're just nowing all the time. It's just crazy. It's great. I mean, the beat. I mean, the Beatles had a number one yeah. hit with this in the '60s. Well, all no. you need is love. Yeah, there's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. Go listen to All You Need Is Love. It's three verses by John Lennon. Yeah, yeah. Crushed it. <laughs> there's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can sing that can't, can't be, be sung. sung. There's nothing you can do. You are where you are, and no matter what you try to do about it, you're still where you are supposed to be, even if you try. Right. That's where you're supposed to be. This is Eastern philosophy in a nutshell. It is what it is. Not that you should just accept everything and not try to change the field. No, no. That's no. solipsism. But to understand that you might not change the world despite your best efforts. So be careful not to put all your efforts into doing something that can't be done. <laughs> because even, whether you do or don't, that's where you're supposed to be. And people can't wrap their head around this concept. I have free will. You're like, yeah, you do within the thing. But whichever way you take that will is where your will was supposed to be taken. But you're the one who determines it. You see, you know, oh, well, if I didn't do that, then this would happen. You're like, but you did do that. So this happened. <laughs> and had you not, that would have happened. But whatever happened, that's how it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because there's no time. You're not going anywhere. You're here. It's not going anywhere. You can't, you can't go to the future because there is no future. It doesn't exist. It just doesn't. Right now, the future doesn't exist. And people can't wrap their head around this. You can't go anywhere because there is nowhere to know when to go. We shouldn't call it anywhere. We, you can go. You can't go whenware because there's no when to go yet. <laughs> oh, I like that one. I, that's a new one. There's no when to go. When are you going to go? Well, there's no when, so <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Yeah, we call it anywhere, but it's really whenware. When are you going? There's no when or where to go because it hasn't happened yet. Uh -huh. So you're again living in a fiction in your head. You're lost in your imagination, and that's the root of and, all your anxiety and fear. And Steve, I'm kind of using that too in the creative, and I, I, I suspect you do it in music. You tell me, but I'm I'm just finished my third screenplay, third, and yeah, we, I've already I'm gonna, all going to do a fourth one. It's going to be cool, and I know that I don't create and I don't write this stuff that. I know that I'm just downloading it from the ever-present now because I'm thinking, well, the screenplay is already done, right? What's the, where's, you know, I ask myself, where's the finished screenplay? Well, where is it? Well, if, if it's, there's only now, it's got to be done already, right? So, so yeah. I, you know, I'm just kind of musing into, as you do when you probably write music and just downloading into that, that space and then it just comes. So where is it? It's just, I don't know. It's not like I'm creating it. Yeah, but, but in a way you are. The way I see it is you're putting your personal filter yes, on this download. Yes, of course, coming through me, right, yeah. You know, if you, if you say, Patrick and Steve, I want you to write a screenplay about a boy from the Bronx who trips over a tomato and falls into a <laughs> well and suddenly wakes up on right. Uranus, or, you know, like whatever. <laughs> We're going to have a different uh, story coming out, but it's going to come from the same source, and then your filter and mine will write different versions of the story. Right. Right. Similar so to a, I look yeah. at it like it's your 
your unique thing that you have that makes you you and me me yeah is you will get a different ver you will interpret the download differently yes the download's the same but your interpretation will be much different than mine from your personal lens which is only your experience of what you know and have seen. Yes, that's what's wonderful about this place. So there We're is all amazing. Yeah. So there, mu there's music. Uh, we know that uh, God is really light and sound. I know that. Yeah. And, uh, on a deep level. So there is the sound of God everywhere. And as a musician, yeah. you just you just bring it in through your through Steve, right? Through Steve. All musicians know this. Any songwriter who's written a volume of work, you know, hundreds of songs, most of them suck. And the, the, the best songs you've ever written, any musician listening will go, yeah, I'm on to this guy. It just wrote itself. You woke up one morning, usually it's in the morning, you had a coffee, a joint, if you're one of them kind of guys. This thing just wrote itself. The met the melody, the words, the music, the chords. It's just right just, there. In 10, in 10 minutes, it was done. Yeah. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? All the ones you've been working on for a year going, oh, I still got that in the works. I don't like it. it you don't like it because you're trying to force it. Mm -hmm. Every musician knows this story. There's not a single one standing alive today who doesn't know what I'm saying. This is true. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've talked to a lot of them over the years, being a musician yourself. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. And I've had experience myself because I'm also a former songwriter as well, too. I don't do it anymore. But same when I make films. Mm-hmm. Every Space Busters film you watch, I don't write a film. I first find a piece of music that I like that's free and not going to get me busted with a copyright strike <laughs> when it was on YouTube. <laughs> then I make a beginning. I just say, I need a beginning that's cool. So I, mm. I'm like, let's see what happens. I like this music. I'll try to do this. I don't have a script or anything. I make a two and a half, three hour movie that I have no idea. I make it as I go. Wow. And whatever happens, happens. And these synchronicities just keep falling into you. If you're in that zone, when you get to the part where you're working on this, I guarantee 30 people you know on Facebook or social media or friends will start sending articles that are, belong right at the part of the movie you're at every time. And you're going, oh, my God, like I I've been looking for that. And it just falls out of the sky. It's This is how it works. Yeah. When you go with the flow, jump in the river, it all works this way you if you swim against the current you will drown the only way you don't drown in a rapid river is to relax lay on your back and fly downstream with the river and go where it takes you you ain't gonna make it if you try to swim back upstream yeah, yeah. but 99 percent of us spend our life swimming upstream that's the real Great muse. for the salmon. The yeah. salmon can do it, but we're not salmon. That's the real <laughs> muse, right? People talk about the muse, and real muse is maybe surrendering to spirit or whatever you want to call it, God, or the, the now. Yeah. I don't like that word surrender because it's it implies there's an attack. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't like, I, I know, I get what you're saying. I don't personally use that terminology there's nothing to surrender to. It's exactly. Only to well, I'm going to stop using that. <laughs> Good. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to stop using that term. Why would you surrender? Because there's no attack. Nobody's attacking us. Yes. You just have to surrender to the idea that you're not the stream. We think we're swimming in the stream or floating in it. We are the stream. We are the stream, right? <laughs> yeah. If you could get that, you don't have to surrender to anything or That's swim right. again. 
you can't swim against yourself it's like fight club yeah you could sit and beat yourself up but that's just no point you're not a threat to yourself yeah boy when you really couple that with there's nowhere to go and you know there's it really works doesn't it really just we are yeah there's no when to go because there is no when and where in the future it's an illusion yeah and there's no separation imagination no separation between anything just not none well the eastern philosophies teach this you know there's a lot of people you'll know them yourself because you probably interview a lot of new age people who say i'm a star seed from the pleiades i know about 40 people who think they're a star seed from the pleiades well who told you that you know and you say well that's a western philosophy that earth plane you you said i shouldn't use the word planet but you should the word plane is in the word planet it's, it's in the word there. It's, yeah. A yeah. It's, it's a plane it's a plane it says it's, it says earth is a plane not a doesn't call it a sphere it yeah. calls it a planet spirit but they feel like let's say earth is an acorn tree like the philosopher alan watts used to say a lot of people feel like they're an ant or a termite who doesn't belong here but invaded the tree the earth tree mm-hmm. But the Eastern philosophy says you're an acorn and a leaf growing right off the tree. The earth is peopling. There aren't, you didn't come to the earth for, exp- uh, we know why I'm here. I'm here for a mission, you know, like I chose to incarnate here. That's one th- theory. That's one ideology. Another one is the earth is peopling. The earth peoples. That's what we do. And you grew, you, the earth peoples. Or it actually doesn't, because in the old languages, there were no subject verb. There weren't subjects. You wouldn't say the earth as if it was a subject, peoples, a verb. You would say there is peopling here. So you wouldn't say when you saw a whirlpool in a river where a, a whirlpool started, you wouldn't say the water is whirlpooling. You would say there is whirling there. There's There's whirling. whirling. Yeah. See, if you look at it from an Eastern philosophy, there's isness. There's just yes. is. Yes. If you look at it from a Western philosophy, there's a cause and effect and a thing doing something. In an Eastern philosophy, there's just a, a happening. Yes. See what I mean? So yes, the sir. old languages don't have subject verb and noun because they, that's not how they used to think of things. Hmm. They thought of j- isness. There's yeah. Patricking going on Patricking, where you're at. Yeah. There's going on here. And, and there's one radio networking going on for those listening, yeah. you know, and there's listening going on, you know. And it's, it's the idea concept, right? it's the idea where rather than saying it's raining, it's you say rain. Because there there's, is there, there is there is raining. There, there is, is raining, raining going on because there's no it yes. and there's separate from from Patrick and Steve yes and there actually now we're getting into there is a geologic there mm-hmm. right there, there is raining we we don't think of the word there as like we we say oh there there's there's going to be a storm mm-hmm. well where's going to be a storm there there's going to be a storm right <laughs> there is raining going on there we can we got a location but there is no thing and there is no action the thing is doing there yeah we've got a location and that's all we've got in space time is a location this gets back to you with the time is hmm. what you have in 3d reality is space which means a location that's it there's there's raining going on you know it's, raining is raining because <laughs> if you say it is raining you say what is it what is raining yeah there's cloud the sky the earth texas 
<laughs> what well, what's the it that you're calling it is raining i think it comes from the idea of the misconceived notion in my opinion that there is something separate from us and that separate is it right or they right they <laughs> that's all, but again this again that's it's an eastern religion you're looking at you know zen buddhism and this this is also another philosophy it's not to say it's correct or not it's to say that you've opened your mind to a philosophy that us westerners have never thought to think that way about yeah. and it isn't to say they're right or we're wrong or anything it's to say there are multiple ways it's like when people argue is there a god or not you say well what's your definition to god are we sure we're even debating the same thing here <laughs> you know? well, what do you what do you think god is <laughs> it's okay i'm sure it'll be correct yeah, you know what i mean like if you think it's a guy with a beard and a white robe on a cloud and i think it's creation or intelligence or energy itself we've got a problem because we're having a debate over apples and oranges you have to first find out are we even talking about the same thing here yeah. before we have this debate yeah and that's a lot of the problem we get into is we're having arguments over crap we haven't even defined we're talking about the same thing <laughs> one of my one of my favorite sayings is this i am this i am there's just no separation the i am yeah the i am what's i, am. I? yeah I, that's subject verb yeah. i am so you, <laughs> you one almost I mean? gets the idea that this whole maybe the internet social media thing was was created just so we could fight with each other you know and keep us apart too you think that's possible these guys were that smart i don't know man i never thought about it but considering we fight over everything else i don't see why they would think it would be any different <laughs> <laughs> but but it has brought us together what i love about the internet is let's say we're in the 1700s hmm. if you wanted to hear what a a, a buddhist monk on top or ne, you know a nepalese monk on top of nepal you'd have to literally like charter a boat get a crew get all your food you know get a <laughs> horse and buggy right. go to nepal which would take you what four months or something you know maybe you make it up in the winter and then you want to hear what an american indian chief says it would take you like five years to what you could learn in four minutes on the internet you could just find it yep. i want to hear the monk achieve yep. this and you know yep. so you can consciously right now learn in literally a day you can hear the the teachings of people that would have taken you five years to learn yeah that's why i think the the internet is now those using it for that and mm. not to look at porn and whatever else they're you know sure. TikTok you can see it yourself there's an exponential intelligence happening in people who are researching on the internet and those who are watching TikTok. yeah yeah, yeah. because you could literally learn in, in in a few days what would have taken you five years of arctic exploration to travel to <laughs> Arct- meet indigenous tribe leaders you know with the wisdom speaking of arctic you explanation know. here's a, a, a interesting email from gerald i've watched a lot of the flat earth videos and they talk about Antarctica and the ice wall and does your guest think that there is a lot more land on the other side of the ice wall thanks for your show <clears throat> there are a lot of old maps talking about it there are also stories from people working there who say they did hit a barrier and there aren't I don't know and that's one of the things people should beware when you get into flat earth research is a lot of it is theoretical it's very easy to debunk the ball model, but most of the flat earth theory is another theory. 
So hmm. he's he said it in his question. Do you think there's land over there? Hmm. Who cares if I think that or you think that? I've never been there. He's never been there. They won't let us there, right? So who cares what everyone thinks? I, I need to talk to the person who's been there yeah. to tell me if it's there or not. Otherwise, it's just an opinion, as the old saying goes. Yeah. They're like a-holes. Everyone's well, got one in the old It's a fascinating <laughs> concept to think that, that there's billions of miles on the other side, that would be pretty fun. They may make a great movie or something. Wouldn't know. shock me at all. What do you think? You know, what you've researched it. Do you, there might be, don't you think? Oh, yeah, I kind of think there is. Maybe that's where the term extraterrestrials come from, extra land. Maybe, maybe there's other people yeah. with other technology that they fly over here and play with us. I don't know, man. Totally possible. None of us know. So I tell people, like, well, for me, I... I like. I know a lot of people say I'm not a flat earther. I'm a ball denier. A <laughs> ball denier. Yeah, they say I can tell you it isn't this, but I still can't tell you what it is. What but it that's is. good enough. I just need to know it isn't this. Yeah. Because it's physically impossible, which anyone with a Nikon P900 camera like we have can do that. But I don't know what it is. I don't know if the moon's holographic. I've seen great evidence to suggest it. I can't tell you. I've never been up to the moon, and nobody will let me up there. So. <laughs> I, again, I think if you're sitting around worrying about the non-existential, this is insanity. Hmm. There well, is I, a level of insanity to flat Earth. I can remember I was just discharged from the Navy in 1969, and myself and my family were huddled around the TV, a black and white, and we watched them walk on the moon. So I know they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until they found like an empty Coke bottle laying on there and cut the commercial. They're like, what? What was a Coke bottle doing yeah. laying on the ground? Why aren't there any stars in the background? And then NASA took the picture of the Earth rise, right? They're like, oh, we, we caught the Earth rising over time lapse. And you're like, but the clouds sat in the same position, even though the Earth's supposed to be spinning at a thousand miles an hour, which is 50 miles a second, whatever <laughs> you're like. The clouds didn't even over the ten minute time lapse didn't even move and neither did the continents. How did you take a ten minute time lapse where the continents and clouds didn't move at a thing spinning a thousand miles an hour? Get out of here. I often wonder too of who <laughs> took that picture of Armstrong's foot landing right on the surface. I mean who, <laughs> yeah. who, what dude did that one? <laughs> what dude did Yeah, that? and them taking off. You're like, who filmed them taking off? Yeah, who filmed them and taking Nixon, off? Nixon Nixon called him on a landline. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's right. You called him on a landline? That's right. That's <laughs> unbelievable, man. I tell you, it's hilarious. It really is. Is this, is this Neil? <laughs> Hi, this, <laughs> is the, this, this, this is the president. This is the president. On a landline. There's another picture of Nixon calling them, and they've already got the moon landing on the White House wall behind him. God help there's us. already the picture. There's already the picture of the Earth. <laughs> One of the questions that I get most often, and I'm sure you do, because you're really into this, you know, your much bigger audience is, and is why does it matter? Why does it matter what what the Earth is, or if it's why does it matter? To me, it doesn't shape wise or geographically. To me, what matters is that if you're a person who's sound asleep doesn't get that everything big bang theory theory of evolution theory of uh, gravity theory 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 germ theory theory hmm. that's not fact the definition of theory is 
is not fact. It's an idea. It's a guess. For me, what matters is that you start to see that you're being told, sold a reality that isn't true necessarily. Not that it isn't, but it might not be true. It's a theory. Hmm. And if you're basing your whole reality on theories that aren't true, what are they doing? Who's who's taking advantage of this? Whose benefit is it to take advantage of this? And a lot of other people say, well, it's proof there's a creator or an intelligence behind this. Now, again, you start talking about is intelligence or electricity or, or magnetism really, is that creational in itself? Is it intelligent? Which why not? If you come again, if you're an acorn growing out of the tree and you're intelligent, there's no reason to suspect that the tree you grew out of isn't intelligent. There doesn't have to be a creator. The creation itself could be the same intelligence you're using to think that it must be intelligent because it's designed. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So a lot of people have this argument. I'm saying just because to our view it's intelligently designed, we're using the same intelligence that came out of it to define intelligently designed. So it doesn't mean something else, some guy in a beard created it. It could be that creation is intelligent. And that's where we get the intelligence to question whether it's intelligent or not. <laughs> doesn't prove a creator, you know what I mean? It, but people, they're like, no, 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 it's proof that it's God. And I'm like, well, you can think that. Yeah. But the, your whole rationale behind that decision came from the same intelligence that you came out of. So i don't know if you're right or wrong i don't care yeah do you do you have children yeah and and so has your children one of your children ever asked you dad where did humans come from and if they did ask you where would you say what would you tell them oh i don't have a clue i have no idea they never did luckily i'm lucky didn't ask but i wouldn't know what would you tell them i don't i don't know Maybe we plopped. Yeah. Maybe we plopped down here. Maybe we evolved from rocks and fishes. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think when we don't have any record of it. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Where do fish come from? Where do you know that? That's the whole thing. You look at prokaryotes and mykaryotes. These little. I don't know those. Uh, what is this? Okay. Well, like they find fossils from billions of years ago. So we're told again. Mm -hmm. Now we're looking at carbon dating, but yeah. The prokaryotes and the mykaryotes are single and double cell organisms. That's all they got, one or two cells. Okay. They've got fossils of them they claim are from whatever billion, four or five billion years ago. They still find them today alive the same. They haven't changed at all. Prokaryotes and mykaryotes are the same today as they were five billion years ago, allegedly, in the fossils. Mm -hmm. But everything else, those turned into triple ones and then turned into fish, dinosaurs, whales sperm whales sharks humans giraffes zebras <laughs> rhinoceroses and then humans monkeys pretty trippy huh so you're like well if these two things haven't changed in 4.5 billion years how did they turn into all the rest of it that's nonsense <laughs> it's just not logical so where do we all come from why do they you know the old author lloyd pie used to talk about cosmic dump trucks he wasn't a flat earther, but he believed there were these, like suddenly there's the crustacean area where there's these, and then there's the plants, then the dinosaurs, if they're even real, I don't know they are or not. I think mm -hmm. they might be large lizards from another time. I don't know. But it's like these species pop up in the fossil records just like overnight, which is not evolution, you know? And you say like, but where did they pop up from? 
does this thing like manifest stuff out of thin air you know i don't know i have no idea but what i do know is the theory of evolution doesn't match the fossil or scientific record mm -hmm. yeah. so i don't know somewhere along the line we knew we knew that we we know that we know yeah, we know that we know, right? The difference yeah. between somehow we know that we know there's something magical going on there. I'm not sure what that is, but something spiritual. Yeah, knowing right? and an intuition. But I also like, you know, what I know right now, everything we talked about tonight, I could run into a person in two weeks from now who's been researching this. He's a, you know, for 80 years as a professor, uh, he'd be dead probably, but let's <laughs> call it 50 years. He might say, I know this, and then he might tell us something, and then I've got a new knowledge base, and then I have to say, all right, now I have to look into what took you 50 years to know and see yeah. if that's credible or your bullshit, and then I might have to change what I know. So that's what I really love about all this is you know what you know, I know what I know, and nobody knows everything. Yeah. So that's what's really great about it is I don't think you should be holding to all these ideas that you know it all because you know nothing <laughs> you just know nothing yeah i know i you know i know one thing i'm here that's it wherever here is i'm just hanging and you're here and that's what i pretty much know for sure you know pretty much yeah for sure right this is <laughs> yeah and you get into a lot of people say well it's a soul learning experience so i'll take it with me afterward and learn from that and that maybe i think so possibly Could be. maybe not now I say, well, what's the point of learning, you know? Now, I have experienced other realities when I leave my body at night, known as dreaming. Have you experienced that? And do you remember your experiences at night? Uh, have you ever astral traveled before? Or have you left your body? Oh, all the time. Aware of? Yeah, all the time. You do, yeah. yeah. I did when I was a kid. I, I, used to, I used to go in the ceiling, Steve, and look at myself when I was a kid in the early in the morning. Really? Yeah, yeah pretty trippy. What, did you do it or did it just happen to I, you? I learned how to just rock back and forth you know yeah I uh, rock back and forth it seems like a rocking and all of a sudden I was up there and I felt so amazing and I just did it I just learned how to do it and I never said anything to anybody because I thought everybody did it you know I thought everybody yeah did. yeah <clears throat> I just actually read about uh, what was that Institute the uh, Monroe Institute yeah you know, you probably run across that, the CIA and the Monroe Institute, sure. where they're getting, they said the same. They said you have to learn how to rock back and forth. Once it, you, oh, once I didn't know that. Out. And they call yeah, it remote the viewing. Documents. Yeah, they call it remote viewing, but it's really soul traveling because as soul, my experience yeah. is that you know, we have a viewpoint. Like, so Steve's viewpoint is, and wherever you go, there you are kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so you can yeah. learn how to go other places other realities and then be there and say well that's interesting yeah that's amazing i have no memory or recollection of doing that not that i didn't but i have had dreams in my past where to this day i can recall the rooms and settings but yet i can tell you i've never been there because yeah. they're so outside of this normal reality that just mm -hmm. logically i can yeah. say i've never been there but there you are it's real possible that again. yeah this real possible this physical reality is no different from other places we go on the astral causal mental plane it just could be we're just kind of in this reality and when we're not we're not it doesn't have to be anywhere physically right because there is no physical really is there 
Well, that's, yeah, well, now that's exactly <laughs> tying into what you just said before, Patrick, what we were talking about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. I don't care if you went to uh, Disneyland in 1985, right? You're not there now, so it's a memory in your head. So where you went in your dream, right now, <laughs> which is gone, but you know, right now, Disneyland and your dream are the same. They don't exist. <laughs> you haven't been, whether you've been there or not, they don't exist right now. So who cares? You know, yeah, you can say, well, I know there's proof. I've got a ticket stub from Disneyland. I know I was there. But as far as anyone else is concerned right now, Disneyland's as fake as any dream you ever had. Hmm. doesn't exist unless you're sitting in Disneyland right now yourself. Yeah. But you're not watching this. So I have a little bit different take. I think think when we leave our reality. Well, yeah, I think my my take, Steve, that when I leave my body at night, that I am in a different reality and it is as real as this is. It, and yeah. If you want to call this real, it's as real as does it make sense? I, that's my theory, and it is. It does to me, but then I, I've had a lot of dreams or nightmares where you. The only reason you end up waking up, you're really like, oh my god, and, you know, and then you wake up. You wanted to get out of there, right? It is because you're, yeah, but you're something happens in the dream where you go, wait a minute, this person doesn't know that person, and there's no <laughs> something connects in your head where you go. Yeah, these two people don't know each other, and there's no reason we'd be here in Istanbul. I've never been in Istanbul. But like, what am I doing? Then here? you wake up, and just even when you wake up, it was so real. You're sweating like, oh my god, I was in big trouble, and then you're like, oh, that couldn't have possibly happened. That's just impossible. But it takes like, you know yourself, it takes a few minutes after yeah. you wake from a real bad weird dream to put two and two together and go that couldn't possibly have just happened here's an email so it feels real yeah yeah i think it is well it's as real as this i think here harry wants to know um i've seen some videos where they talk about the freemasons and they brought this whole heliocentric model into place some hundred years ago can your guests speak to this that's that's out there a lot in the flat earth genre right that freemasons or other people do you have any in- insights in that and research on that? Do you think that happened? The Masons didn't bring this in. This goes back to the Jesuits in the 1500s, actually. And this is was, was really about bringing in a new calendar system. Mm. This has to do with resets, like the Mayan calendar. Um, so it's not the Freemasons. I've talked, I was just talking with Don Lester and David Parker. Oh, they're great. The Free- the- yeah, you know, the, uh, the Freemasons are missing a huge part of their science or religion, which most of it's biochemistry. If anyone watching just buys this book right here. What's that one? The, Zo- the Zodiac and the Salts of Salvation. If you want to know what the Freemasons think they know and they don't know anything about it. <laughs> and actually, Santos Bonacci turned me on to this years ago. I'm trying to figure out how to. And what's, 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 what's the name again, oh, Steve? Go. What's the name again? The Zodiac and the Salts of Salvation. Oh, I see. Up is down, down is up. The Zodiac and the Salts of Salvation. Okay. Uh, George, Dr. George Washington Carey and Dr. Inez Innuendo Perry. The, the Freemasons' science is, is a physical science about alchemy inside the body. Hmm. They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, they did bring in the heliocentric model. Uh, all the ancient cultures did have this other model which isn't actually a flat earth but it's where the plane we're on is flat the thing it's in is still really actually a toroidal field or a donut almost not a ball toroidal field Uh, yeah now 
yeah again the reason you would bring this in is because there were different changes and earth changes and things and the maps were changing and sea charts were different so this was a very beneficial model because they needed to bring in a calendar which is a copywritten timeline the reason if uh, that's a whole nother show we can get into <laughs> the, you know the maritime law your name in all capital letters you yeah. must know about yes, the police and the fiction right. and uh, yeah the second your mother's placenta is the unclaimed right lean that they put against you right well without going down this rabbit hole right now um what's her name who wrote harry potter what's her name um what's her face yeah I, it's not my consciousness what's her face? Yeah. not my consciousness whatever at the her moment. name is, right yeah. she owns the copyright to harry potter she owns all the intellectual property to harry potter if you decided to go dress up like harry potter and charge 200 dollars tickets admission to do appearances as harry potter she could sue you for intellectual property and copyright because you're making commerce on her harry yes, potter that yes, she invented right mm -hmm. the same thing they bring these calendars in they own the intellectual it's a fake timeline wow right the, mm -hmm. the julian calendar is different than all the other calendars it's a fake timeline that doesn't exist now, if you own the Gregorian calendar, which Pope Gregory brought in in the 15, whenever it was, everything on that calendar is a fake timeline because everyone else is on the Julian calendar, the Mayan calendar, the Chinese calendar, the, the Jewish calendar, right? They've got different years. Wow. So it's, a, it's Harry Potter. Now, all the legal fictions, all the legal capital letter names we all have belong in the Gregorian calendar they own every copyright of everything that happens in the fictional time period we call the gregorian calendar which is why every time you sign a contract you have to put your name and date your their date which says i agree that i'm in the fictional timeline and not on the julian calendar or the chinese calendar or the whatever calendar right and the name you sign says I'm the all capital letter because they own all the corporations or fictions in the timeline. That's why they need you to put an all caps name, sign your name saying I'm that, and then date it because they own your all caps name because it's in their fictional dateline. Oh, because we've agreed to be in their in their world, in their reality yes yeah. when they when you're born and they write out this birth certificate with an all capital name right it's because your birth certificate is dated it will never not have a date as soon as they date it they say you're not in the julian calendar oh, anymore or the chinese you're in the gregorian calendar today is august 24th 2022 no it's not mm -hmm. <laughs> That's not what the Jews say. That's not what the Chinese say. They that no, it isn't. So you sign the date and say that tells us where, when, when we are, and when the when you are doesn't exist because it was made up by Pope Gregory. <laughs> then all the all capital names in that, which are your afterbirth, your placenta, and they're mm -hmm. trying to put a lean at you for that. It's it's Harry Potter. <laughs> You're saying yep you own harry potter and i'm pretending to be harry potter right I, i'm patrick i'm not really patrick timponi i'm fucking but i'm gonna take responsibility for the lean on him because he only exists in the gregorian calendar yes there is no steve falconer in the julian calendar there is no steve falconer in the chinese calendar 
Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where all this legal fiction comes from. You have to have the universe created, the the time, the place. Oh, the, you got to create the universe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like the the Harry Potter universe mm -hmm. or the the J.R. Tolkien universe, right? Mm -hmm. That's what your ball earth. That's this Jesuit ball earth. Oh. They created a fake universe to put a fake timeline on to put a fake birth oh, certificate. Yeah, I did, I've never not made the connection between the whole ball and the straw man thing and all the, you know, the patriots talk about. Interesting. So they created you this can't. so you have a place to be. You have a place to be. Yes. Yeah. There's no Hogwarts in real life. Right. She made that up. What's whoever her name? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, thank you. She made up Hogwarts. She couldn't have used Harvard because that's already intellectually prop. That's a real intellectual property, right? Mm -hmm. So she has to make up Hogwarts, not Harvard, because it don't exist. Right. You know what I mean? The whole sure. place don't exist. So it's the same. You can't put a fictional timeline and a fictional person in a real place like a flat earth. You have to put them on a fake ball that doesn't exist in all the other cosmologies and calendars. Wow. It's unique to wow. this wow wow it's a it's a virtual it's the matrix yeah fascinating yeah and then as you know and then when you get a birth certificate and you get a loan and you use their fake money and you just as my guy said you you're in you know you're in there you're just in you know you're not on the organic couch yeah. you're on the couch with a piece of plastic over it you know <laughs> as you yeah. used to say Wow. This is part of it, yeah. Yeah. So they had to make the fake world to make the fake time in the I fake see. world to make the fake person in the fake world. Yeah. Do you yeah. understand? Yes, sir. You yeah. can't mix fiction and reality. You have to have all fiction or well, nothing. That's all brilliant. That really that really enlarges my uh, understanding of the heliocentric model. I didn't make that connection. That's great. You know, really cool. Wow. Yeah. So I that's could, what's going on because I kept thinking that. Um, kept theorizing, Steve, that one of the reasons why the Jesuits did this was because we were kind of getting too smart for our britches and thinking that we were we were spiritual beings or whatever we are, and we're not spinning. So they wanted to they wanted to to let us think that we're just insignificant little nothingness, maybe spinning around with our hair on fire, not knowing where we're going. You think that was part of it too? That's part of the side effect of it, in my opinion. Okay. I could be wrong. It's just my opinion. Yeah. That's an after effect, which was beneficial to them as well. I, I do not believe the motivation was that, but it was a wonderful after effect yeah. for them. Yeah. Had they thought yeah. it out, maybe they did. I don't know. I couldn't tell And then you. with NASA and Carl Sagan and all these people that everything uh, important and is out there. It's not in here. Yeah. Right? It's all out there, baby. We got to go out there. That's where all the answers are. You know, I think that's a big It does point. make you feel insignificant. A lot of flat earthers say... If you think you exploded out of a pinprick from nothing into everything and it all intelligently designed and then a monkey came and then you came and you're just one little pinprick in an infinite thing that's ever expanding <laughs> into Cabillions something of, that doesn't yeah, exist. Light years, light years how, and all that. How can you be expanding into something that doesn't exist? <laughs> and where did it come from? Where, where did this pinprick mm. come from? Mm. There's got to be something. Mm. This so, is it makes you feel insignificant and when you do you don't feel like the easterners feel and sorry for the christians because this sounds blasphemous so i know this pisses them off and i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm saying not that you're god i'm saying in an eastern philosophy 
you aren't different from everything else and if you think god created this intelligent design then as far as the easterners are concerned you're a part of god not god itself right not separate not saying you're god they're saying you're a part of god as is my microphone and the ant and the air you know like so i'm not pissing off the christians i'm not trying to but again this is getting into another viewpoint of looking at this if you know you're a part of god now not when you die not where you came from not in heaven and hell right now you cannot mess with people who know they are as powerful because they are a part of yes. god you do not mess with those people and i think that's where the religionists came in with this idea of separation and then they created the thing called sin and that's the big control model right people thinking somebody out there is giving you a hard time for what you've done. My experience is, I don't think that's true. I don't think there's anybody out there that, that cares what I do. I have a little trouble with that, not what you're saying, but I okay. agree with you because uh, if there's instant karma or you know this, what you're saying, I'm sorry, but like all the Rothschilds, Bill Gates, Fauci's, they would have fallen into a volcano or got eaten by great white sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Well, maybe their time is coming. Maybe their time is coming. You know, they just got to keep. That's what people like to think. But you're like, when? (laughs) Oh, after they're dead. You know what I mean? How come their time never comes now? See, this is another one like, oh, no, no, no. You do nothing right now. Love your enemy. And then they'll fall into a bottomless pit forever. And, you know, you're like, no, 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 no. I want that jack off gone now. <laughs> I want him hanging from a row. <laughs> an eye for an eye, dude. That's where you're, you're coming from. Uh, Leslie yeah. wants to know, does your guest think that the, the Earth or the moon and the planets are solid or just light? Do you have any opinions? Have you any, seen uh, any proof? that the moon is just plasma i would go i would i would go to my i don't think it's plasma actually anymore i think it's holographic and i would go to my friend cammy cammy nodell's channel on youtube aisling 717 a-i-s-l-i-n-g okay 717 cool that's my good friend cammy nodell she's the wife of bob nodell the head of globusters um, she's got a holograph machine. Uh, it's like a, a bottom mirror with a dome on top, and they're doing some funny stuff where they're putting ice and weird things inside the down in the bottom of the hologram machine, and then they're pointing light guns at the top hologram that sticks out over the machine, not on the machine above it, and the light gun is picking up colder light on the hologram, which isn't there than it is down below just like the moonlight people who research flat earth know that moonlight is colder than darkness it is colder. it's warmer now if the sun was reflecting off the moon and that's what moonlight was moonlight should be warmer but we've all know already moonlight is colder than the shadow so it cannot be radiative and she's showing that the moon that holograms are colder if the source is colder She's also showing nodal points, so I would go check out her. We'll work. check her I out. Don't know. So by a hologram, though, one one gets in their mind, which may be incorrect, that there's a hologram E or hologram er doing the hologram, but maybe not. It just holograms itself. I don't know, but there a hologram. I'm just talking in the sense that a, this is a projection. A projection. Yeah. I don't know who's making the projection or where it comes from. There are different theories that it's coming from all the way up. 
in Polaris from the top down. There are some saying it's coming from the middle of Arctica, uh, the Arc uh, mm-hmm. North Pole, yeah. where this old Mount Meru was supposed to be. Again, be careful with flat Earth. These are theories, <laughs> not facts. So don't get all wrapped up and yeah, yeah. we don't know. They're all you know, theories. And also, I think even uh, Rudolf Steiner, you know, he conjectured that these these stars in the moon were were, were living beings. They were souls that just projected their light, just like we do. We all project our own light. Can could be, yeah. I mean, we look at the stars through our Nikon P900, and they're just like cymatic resonance fields. They're changing shape constantly and colors constantly. Uh, now we don't know if that's because there's a medium in the way, mm-hmm. like the waters above in the Bible, right? Or if they're doing that, we've seen them jump and changing shapes though themselves, which is not a medium. We don't know. We're just looking at it, saying, "Well, NASA drew me this marble, <laughs> this bowling ball that looks pretty damn solid and straight, and my camera's not seeing that at all." Hmm. So you know, that's all we're saying is like, what I'm seeing, it looks more like cymatics. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there appears to not be satellites as advertised, right? That most of them are balloons. I mean. That's what the evidence seemed to suggest. Find the balloons. Yeah, I have the same. Like when I go up to work, I work forty-five minutes by train from here. Uh-huh. My cell phone's got full coverage till we get out in the woods in this one station or two, surrounded by woods. Phone goes out, network coverage goes out. Da 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 da. There's no no trees above the train tracks. They're just it cuts through the woods. Why would that with be? About fifty. Well, that's it. Yeah, you're like if these are satellites. How come I can't get any coverage? And you have to ask, go walk into any neighborhood and ask why your satellite dishes are pointed sideways on the top of your roof and not straight up in the air. Yeah, right? You ever notice a satellite dish is pointing outward, not up? Right, they're pointing towards something, yeah. <laughs> where's, where's your satellite TV coming from? Your dish is pointing sideways. Yeah. Wouldn't it be pointing straight up in the sky? No, because it's coming from a radio signal tower. You're, you've been a radio a long sure. time. You know it's, right. it's picking. It's picking up a sideways. And I found it signal. interesting too that Elon Musk is, uh, you know, doing his uh, Starlink thing, internet. I think they're balloons. I can't prove yeah. it. And he's doing it section by section, right? Yeah. He's just doing it section by section. It took him like a year to get to Texas. Now, come on, if these things were spinning around some alleged globe yeah why, why would you do it section by section i mean that doesn't even make sense <clears throat> most people don't know that nasa's physical budget is the most thing spent on material goods is balloons weather balloons and helium too the right biggest, yeah the biggest materials expenditure not personnel is balloons wow high altitude <laughs> that's nasa's most of their material budget is high altitude weather balloons why Twenty-six billion dollars a year, yeah. their budget, baby. You know I, mean? <laughs> I think yeah, I heard more like closer to fifty billion. I know they, you know, they. I know that the space industry, everything, is more than video games, uh, Netflix, TV, movies, Hollywood. You can take the next five industries, and they're not even close. I think it's five hundred billion. Really, for the space industry. So it must just be money, la- money laundering operation. They're just something what are they well, doing with all that money of course it is yeah of course it is <laughs> he goes steve says well of course it is patrick what are you crazy <laughs> yeah it is yeah um yeah go you know go look at jaron campanella from space busters he did a good uh 
he did a good lecture on this at one of these flat earth conferences he showed you all the money it's of course it is of course it is you know duh <laughs> yeah. it's money laundering yeah because yeah space is a huge it's an industry it's oh, a business it's a business it's a business lockheed martin's in on it all these black pro you know it's also a very good way yeah to move black mo move money into black projects now it's funny in denmark where i live if you work illegally without paying taxes mm -hmm. they call that black work oh black work there's there's white work on the books and black work is where you're getting some cash thrown under the table mm -hmm. well they're putting their money nasa works with the black budgets mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the same word the flat the money law yeah the f <laughs> money it is money you, you just know it's money laundering right the whole thing is money laundering god so the flat earthers conjecture that polaris doesn't move and then stars move around us that's pretty evidential i mean that's pretty much a yeah. fact isn't it that's not that's not tinfoil hat oh stuff. yeah there's that's time lapses of it and that's our arthur or arturus the the big dipper that flies around it right. and all that art arthur is the bear which is another name for the big dipper i think it's the california flag is actually the bear with the star uh, yeah, yeah so in in the in old norsk arthur or arturus is the name of the bear that's king arthur and the knights of the round table that keep going round and round and oh. round and round Polaris. that's the swastika and the big dipper that's the big dipper going round and round every night you can set up a time-lapse camera if you're close enough to polaris like up where i live Polaris will never move. The stars will move around it, but Polaris will never move, which is impossible if you're on a ball spinning a thousand miles an hour and corkscrewing. It's just impossible. It's just impossible. Yeah, it's just impossible. Yeah. So that's your King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table are Arturus. King Arturus, the bear, the mm -hmm. Big Dipper. Mm -hmm. That's King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table are the Big Dipper, Arturus. Arthur, the bear, the bear. Big Dipper. Well, yeah, it's fascinating that we're sitting here wherever we are and not knowing <laughs> what the hell is going on. I think it's <laughs> kind of fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting some ideas. <laughs> well, Steve, thanks so much for spending some time with you, and uh, it was just great fun. I love your your whole approach and your broad, broad way of looking at things with not knowing that you don't know anything for sure. I like that, so I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we all know is we know nothing. We know nothing. What is that? Well, we know that's not true. We know a little bit, but we know, yeah. We know a little bit of stuff. What was that in Hogan's Heroes? I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> was that Clink? Yeah. <laughs> Clink. I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. He, he was great. Schultz. That he was, was Schultz. He was the guy. Yeah, the, the, yeah, excellent, Patrick. Right, right. Yeah, well, it's good. I thought we were going to talk germs and stuff today, so it's kind of fun we went off Yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've done a lot of germy things with the Cowan and Kaufman and Amanda, have you seen the Samantha Bailey um, thing she put out on Laka's work? Uh, really nice. Yeah. Bit. Really yeah, nice. Sam's a good friend of mine, Sam and Mark. She's great. Have you ever had Mark on? Her husband's great. You should get Mark No, Bailey no, I haven't well. had him on. I haven't had him on. Uh, if you'd like to, let me know. I'm good friends with Mark. So I was also on theirs, and I do some voiceovers for Sam as well. So Mark is really, really, I, I can get you in touch with him if you'd like to have him. I'd love great. to. So I want to. I just want yeah. to pitch my 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 fourth screenplay, right? Yeah, the working title is Virus, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna reach out to all these people we've talked about, Colin Coffin, uh, you know, guys like you, as consultants, and then we're gonna have a 
a 40-ish, 45, um, kind of Amanda Vollmer model, naturopathic gal. As Suze figures out a way to trick the, the AMA into getting into court, and she's going <laughs> to prove that there's no virus, and we're going to go through the whole court, court, whole court system, right? Take it to the Supreme Court. So the whole thing will be in court, and the audience will be the jury, right? And so Listening to the testimony. Yeah, right? listening to yeah. the testimony. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court said, but all that matters is that the audience, after two hours ago, there's no germ, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm going to do. That's my next screenplay. It's going to be great. Oh, brilliant idea, man. I think it's go for it, man. Don't you that's, think? We need, I think fiction is a good way to reach people because oh, yeah. they drop their guards. Yeah. And uh, because they think they're reading fiction, they're, it's, they drop their guards and bring their defenses down, and then the truth starts sure. to sweep in, and they say, what the hell? <laughs> you know? what the? And I think that's, you know, you mentioned Harry Potter, and I think that's one of the real magics of it, because people really get deep down of all the make-believe stuff. You know, they get it. Yeah. They really do, don't they? Yeah. So what are you going to do tonight Absolutely. at 7 o'clock there in, in Copenhagen? You're going to go dancing? Uh, I don't know. I've actually been, I was just on with Don Lester and David Parker before you, so I'm coming up to five hours of interview, so I'm tired. I'm going to crack open some beers. <laughs> oh, what a guy. You live in large, dude. So tell folks about your... Friends. I don't know. We'll see you. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell folks about where they can find you, Steve uh, Falconer. Yeah, definitely. Spacebusters on bitshoot.com. Spacebusters, we have the uh, logo with an astronaut with a little red Ghostbusters around him. <laughs> Odyssey, same name. Uh, we are on Rumble now. We are on YouTube, which sucks. And YouTube. If you, We still have a big YouTube channel. We just don't post there much. But yeah. just Spacebusters, you'll find us. Everyone's found us. Well, you'll find us. In general, does YouTube care about cosmology truth stuff? Do they, do they hit you for that? Do they care? Um, no, actually, we don't. The thing is, we've never actually done any flat Earth videos. We've shown the model in several okay. videos, and we busted NASA all the time. <laughs> busted NASA. We, we get a lot of. I get. I get this a lot. I get a lot of people saying, "Well, this guy." They say it to Sam and Mark Bailey and all these people. They say, "I had respect for you, but you had Steve from Spacebusters, and they're flat Earthers." So therefore, I don't believe in flat Earth, and therefore, I think he's wrong about germs. You know, it's a logical ah, I fallacy. See. I see. Yeah. You said this, and I don't believe it, so therefore this can't be true. But we I always tell people, I said, show me one video I've ever made where I said the Earth was flat. Right. I've never done it. Never said film. it. Yeah, you never. I've seen. showed you NASA documents and U.S. Army documents that all of their flying technology for the SR, F, uh, SR-61 Blackbird and all the rocket technology, all the weapons technology, all the telemetry and radar is based on a flat, non-rotating Earth. No. That's their documents, not mine. You can see it. I, no, you can see it's it. their documents. I showed everyone, but I never came out and said the Earth is flat. Hmm. Do I believe the Earth is flat? If it's not a simulation, yes, I do. And if it is a simulation, I believe the simulation is a flat Earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never come out and said it, you know, yeah. until, except for these kind of talks. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well said. All right, kiddo, you have a nice night. Thanks. I uh, really appreciate your work. It's been an honor. Thank thanks you, for Patrick. coming We'd on. We'd love the... to come out again. Oh, we'll Anytime do it. Anytime you want, I'll come again, man. Th thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. See you soon. Thank you, brother. Oh, okay. Anytime again, let's do it. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. Take care. Steve Falconer, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Now. Boy, he's a cool guy, man. Forget about it. Okay, kids, I'm going to take some time off and we're going to get down and dig into rewriting our third screenplay before we work on number four called Virus. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. <clears throat>
Wow. So how you doing? I'm looking for a little rain here. He was a trip. I really like him. Okay, uh, we have a, a full week for you next week after we do our Friday show. And uh, now, Dave Wise actually um, does use the term flat earth for what that's worth. And he's going to be here on uh, Monday. And then we have Martin Armstrong next week. We have uh, Sean Stone next week. We have uh, all kinds of people. We're going to be loaded up next week. So thanks for your ongoing support. Um, I didn't mention it. I didn't do a lot of stuff today just because I didn't feel like it as far as commercials. But please, um, when you think about some things for your body, from your body or your booty, uh, think about some of the products that we promote on One Radio Network. Um, good stuff. We have Sir Thrival. The Pine Pollen is on sale um, 20% off using promo code RESTORE20. Pine Pollen, 20% off. The sound is on special here. Uh, just email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Also, we're starting to do Patrick in your pocket, so you can do a, a, a kind of a coaching session soul, mind, body stuff to help you understand um, how you get sick, why you get sick, and I'll work with you personally to help you find uh, maybe some of the best foods or the best things you can do, some spiritual exercises you can do, teach you about meditation, or whatever you want to do, I'll help you, I'll coach you along, and uh, that's an hour session and unlimited email. If that's interesting to you, email me, patrickoneradionetwork.com. So those are a few things we have going on, and that's why that's how we support ourselves. Thank you also for those of you who continue to be kind enough to send us a donation every month. That's pretty cool, very cool. So I love you guys. See you. I will talk to you on Friday at ten o'clock. OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me know if I can help. Just email me, and uh, if I can help with anything, I'm at your service. Take care. Bye. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.